This is Coach Chris Holtman. You're listening to Drive the Lane Podcast. Cabana season all summer long. Banana season, she coming home. Welcome back Drive the Lane. We got a great show for you today. Johnny Dixon stops by for an awesome interview talking his heroic game against Penn State, his career at Ohio State. He's friends with like every wide receiver that's ever been through Ohio State, either from being coached by him or playing with him or just knowing him. Um, We talk a little NBA because the NBA starts tonight when you're listening to this or yesterday when you're listening to this or two days ago or at the beginning of the week, depending on when you're listening to this. And we talk a little bit about Ohio State versus Iowa. Got a feeling we know how this one's going to go, but we'll still give the same prediction we've given for the past seven weeks, which is Ohio State wins big. But before we get to all that, got to let you know that this episode, of course, is presented by our presenting sponsors at Brain Fuel. This is a long episode-ish, and we're recording it late at night. How do you think we're doing that? We had some brain fuel today. We didn't need four brain fuels. We didn't need, you know, right at eight o'clock before we record. No, we just did one brain fuel during the day. Keeps you focused, energized, all that for the whole day. You can get some yourself at B-R-E-I-N-F-U-E-L.com. Brain Fuel, also the presenting sponsor of our live show, which is coming up in two and a half weeks, Friday, November 4th at the Butcher's Tap. Guests to be announced soon. Joey Lane will be there. Joey, are you excited for the Butcher's Tap in the Ohio State Northwestern pregame show, I guess? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a blast. I was with my buddies, um, my Chicago friends this weekend in Florida, and that was the topic of conversation. Everyone is very, very excited for, number one, getting a chance to come to the live show, hang out with us. Um, You know, there will be some fun different segments we'll have. Yes, it will be heavy Ohio State, but it also will be plenty of entertainment as well. Um, well, heavy and, college basketball. It'll right. be the day before college basketball starts or the day it starts. Right. Heavy Ohio State, heavy irrelevant sports and, ha- and heavy relevant sports. And it's going to be really fun. Um, but they're also excited about the, the tailgate the next day and, and spending a Saturday talking about uh, and thinking about football and it's, it's, it's so close. I could taste it. It's going to be a really fun time. Um, yeah, it's, it's crazy. I mean, it only happens every four years and we get to that, that Ohio state gets to play at Northwestern and take over the stadium. So yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. It, It's definitely going to be fun. Again, there's still a few weeks out. We're going to give you two more episodes between now and then, but We're excited because the NBA is here, but first, Joey, Ohio State, they're playing Iowa. It's a noon game. I mean, just please wake me up for Penn State, who now, of course, lost by 1,000 to Michigan. Just are we officially at wake me up for Michigan territory? Uh, We're still uh, – yeah, we're still wake me up for Penn State. I think we talked to Johnny Dixon about it. It's like he doesn't want any close games. Um but he's different. Uh, a little entertainment never hurt anybody. Uh, but at the end of the day, yes, it, it is uh, a little bit of wake me up. Holy cow. It's hard to think like that, but I was the best defense in the country, apparently. So we'll see what we're made of. We'll still hang 50 on them, but maybe it'll be a tough 50, right? Like, you know, a difficult 50. 
So um, it, it'll be interesting. It'll be really interesting. This will show a lot because this will be the best defense we've played all year. Granted, it's just, I don't know. It, the bye week was great. Alabama versus Tennessee was awesome. Rocky top. Let's go. I want a ton of freaking money on that game, which was great. Um, but I don't bet. So it was just like a, it was like, no, a, no, 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 we bet, we bet, we bet. Remember? No, no. Uh, right. I just walked outside and found it on the ground after it was like, a, it was crazy. But um, yeah, I actually was, uh, we play Iowa. Uh, I was, you know, the former team of Charlie Jones. Um, uh, the only Iowa guy I know now, uh, Jordan Bohannon, I, if you remember when Iowa played Ohio State, we asked him for a comment about that game, and he said, I hope Joey uh, is really sad, and we walk out of there with a huge win. We have no business winning this game, blah, 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 whatever, and then they won. Um, I texted him and asked him for a comment again, uh, and his comment was a little bit shorter, a little bit more to the point. It was, <laughs> quote, I just want a touchdown. You ready for this? Yeah. So today, if, when you're listening to this yesterday, or if it's Wednesday, two days ago, or Thursday, four days ago, um, was <laughs> was the final cut day for the NBA, and the Spurs had to make their final cut, and it was Kata Bates Diop or Joe Wieskamp. Apparently. Apparently, per source. Those were two of the potential guys that maybe would not have made the final roster. And unfortunately, Iowa took the L. So I think that's a good omen for this weekend. That was pretty clever of me to remember to say that. I don't know. I don't know what you think, Joe. No, extremely clever. I mean, yeah, it was if it was between KBD and Wieskamp, like it apparently could have been, then yeah, Iowa lost. So um wait. <laughs> you smell that segue? I do. Hoops. NBA Hoops. tonight. NBA is tonight. Go ahead. I was just going to say, here's how we're going to talk about where we Johnny Dixon interview is great. We're going to get you to it quickly, but what we're going to do is because I love basketball and Andrew is entertaining, entertaining me here by letting me do this. The preview we're going to do for the NBA season real quick right Let, now. Letting you do this. Cause I'm such an anti NBA and, and basketball. Yes. He, is, he's, he, he wants us to be a full-time football show. He wants to have a pack 12 minute, on this show and it's just like we have to draw the line somewhere Andrew but um we're gonna do for the NBA season we wanted to have Dwayne on we wanted to have Jalen on actually Jalen for some reason like the Knicks and Chris Dolan like they Chris Dolan James Dolan Chris Dolan used to work with me and that's James Dolan um he has some weird rules and they don't they can't do media that's not affiliated directly with the New York Knicks so they wouldn't let him come on our show, which is we'll have him on eventually. But like short notice, he was like, we were like, hey, we're going to preview the NBA. Do you want to come on? And he was like, Dolan won't let us go on to shows that are not affiliated with the New York Knicks. And I was like, OK, wait, 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 wait. do we hate the Knicks now? Maybe. I think, the, I think we're out on the Knicks. We're at the Knicks. But so what we're going to do, uh, we will have Dwayne Washington on, you know, hopefully we have Jalen on. We'll have these NBA guys on, right? Like it'll, it will do more NBA stuff, but just for a little teaser, just to get you feeling NBA a little bit, we are going to pick our MVP. We're going to pick our most improved player. We're going to pick the NBA champion and we're going to pick a surprise team. So four things each, we're going to quickly talk about them and then we're going to get you to Johnny Dixon. Andrew, would you like to start with your, 
most improved player. Uh, can we start with MVP? Sure. All right, so I'm going to give you my my. This is who I want to be MVP because then I'll be super excited about the season. But then I'll also give you my like. I think this guy is going to be the MVP. Okay, go ahead. Um, so I think that there is an easy path to the Lakers are a top four seed. LeBron wins MVP. Like if he does what he did last year and the team's better, he will win MVP. He's just due for one. Right, and like. There's just no way they're going to be bad. Like, there's a way they're going to be bad because they've been bad the last two years, but, like, no way they're, like, actually going to be bad again, right? <laughs> like, I mean, like, they're supposed to be bad, but, like, no way, right? Right, right. No <laughs> so, so my, like, let's have some fun is LeBron, but then my, like, this guy's going to play every game and they want to win, and last year they got screwed by having to play the Celtics in the second round is Giannis. However, however, Middleton announced today is going to miss some time. So I don't know if that hurts or helps Giannis, but I will say, I don't think Embiid will play enough games. Giannis will play enough games. He didn't win the last two years. He won the two years prior. So I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Giannis as my, my pick and LeBron is my, please just get a fifth ring. Like you're, you're, you need it. Okay. Um, okay, interesting. I um, There are several guys that I think could and should win the MVP. But I think, and I don't want him to win the MVP, but I think Luca wins the MVP this year because he. they just need so, – someone new has to win the MVP. Simple as that. He's going to average close to, if not a triple-double – their team's going to make the playoffs. He's been so unbelievably good for for three years. It's like, you know what? We have to give this guy an MVP. So he has he has the best odds on FanDuel as of right now. Yeah. Good job, Joey. Way to way to be way to be unique with my pick. But yeah, that's who I that's who I'm gonna do. Even though a fun guy would be like like how sick would it be if like Damian Lillard won? Like their team stinks. No, 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 I mean, no. It's just outrageous. He's not winning MVP. I know. I'm just saying. There's Booger on the sidelines. Um, all right. Most improved. Most improved is kind of dumb because, like. Yeah, but it's like a break. It's, I'm, it's okay. Who's your breakout star? Right. Well, that's why it's kind of dumb. Like, the at least the odds for it. Like, Zion is the fourth best odds to win most improved. Are you most improved if you just didn't play last year? And most and improved now, you go from incredible to amazing, right? Or like Ja star already once. Ja didn't Ja win it last year, and he like went from rookie of the year to all star to all star yeah. starter. Yeah. Um, I mean, are we just both? We wanted to be Jalen, right? Yeah, I mean that would be sick if he won most improved. Um, there's some other guys. Uh, what are the odds, Andrew? What, who's the odds on favorite? I mean, it, like this is what is silly. Anthony, Anthony Edwards is the favorite, right? He's the favorite, but like, I guess I don't. Was he an All Star last year? If he wasn't an All Star last year, I guess that makes sense why he's the favorite because everyone thinks he's going to take the leap. But like, if if really anyone on this list can win, then Zion's got to like. That's my pick. It's like if you're telling me to actually pick who's going to win the actual award based on like who's won it in the past and who 
is going to have a really good season in my like Zion. I don't think he will be technically the most approved player, but I think he will be. That's so interesting. Recipient of the award, if that makes sense. What about like a Shea Gilgis Alexander? He won't play enough games because they don't want him to play enough games. Right. Is can Wembenyama win it already? Because the list is just like a mix of guys who have been hurt, a mix of guys who like are really good already, but like not all stars or all star starters. Like Cade, kind of like like Scotty Barnes, rookie of the year. You should automatically be not eligible for most improved player because it's ex- it's expected that you're going to jump. Cade Cunningham, number one overall pick, and was great last year. You should be removed. Like there should be some sort of criteria. Lori Markkinen, he's sucks. That's a perfect <laughs> example. That's a perfect example of someone who can win most improved. Um, I don't think anyone should be able to win in their second year. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. Okay. Um, we'll go sleeper team, and then. NBA champ, my sleeper team is the Knicks. <laughs> mm, I don't really agree with that, um, but I like it. I mean, we want Jalen to be good, but we hate – wait, we hate the Knicks. <laughs> I know, that's why it's like my sleeper team's the Knicks, even though we hate them. <laughs> um, sleeper team, it's tough because, like, every team is good. Like, there's – it's a really deep NBA year, so, like – I guess if like the Nuggets are a top three seed instead of the six seed, is that like the Nuggets who have who have the MVP of the NFL, right, <laughs> or of the NBA, right? But they were like a, a five or six seed last year. So like, are they still? You know, that's kind of like most of. I don't know, sleeper team team that's like like the Hawks. Are they a sleeper? They weren't in the. Oh, play- they went to the Eastern Conference Finals two years ago. Yeah, but they weren't in the playoffs last year. Like, are the Nets a sleeper? They got they got swept in the first yeah. round. I sleeper. guess perfect sleeper. I guess I don't really have a sleeper team, but I I think the Clippers and the Nets will both be good, and they were teams that you know have underachieved the last few years due to injuries and lack of getting COVID vax. <laughs> I guess. Um, so I'll say the issues. Yeah, I'll say I'll say the Nets and the Clippers are my like weren't in or around the conference finals last year, but wouldn't be surprised if they are in the finals this year. Wouldn't be surprised if that's the finals, honestly. I would be surprised. <laughs> I'm stealing I'm stealing from from Joey Molinaro, who always makes fun of people who say wouldn't be surprised because then you're not actually like making a, a take. Take it all. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's get to giant Dixon. My NBA champion is the Bucks. Who's your NBA champion? Uh, my NBA champ. Ooh, your champs, the Bucks. And I think the Warriors are pretty damn good. They're going to do it again. Last dance for the Warriors. Yeah. No, Draymond won't be on the Warriors next year. Yeah. Well, but they, <laughs> they, they just, extended everyone for longer they're gonna be so good forever well no draymond he's the heartbeat yeah let's get to giant dixon maybe i'll remember for the exit all right goodbye all right joining us now on drive the lane johnny dixon jd welcome to the show thanks for having me man i appreciate it 
Absolutely. We, this is a long time coming. Obviously, we've gone back and forth a few times trying to make it work. Obviously, I'm glad that the timing works out well. We're going to get into a lot of things. But first, I mean, Johnny Dixon is one of Buckeye Nation's favorite sons. Catch them up to speed on, on what's going on in the life of uh, Mr. Dixon. <laughs> um, not much, man. Um, right now, I'm really just enjoying my family. You know, not really um, too set on, like, playing football right now. So, you know, I get to be home, be a husband, be a, you know, a father. So, life's been good, man. I can't complain. Where did you get married? We just did the courthouse. We did it quick before I headed out to play for the USFL last year. But, um, yeah, one of these days we want to try to have something big. We got we to gotta still figure that part out, though. Andrew's a part-time wedding planner, so let him know, and, and he can help you out. Uh-oh. My, mom's, my mom's a wedding planner, but <laughs> but in Chicago. <laughs> You're an assistant, huh? <laughs> Basically. Ain't no wrong with that. Well, J.D., obviously a great Ohio State career, and we can get right into it, man. Um, everyone knows about your last season. Not a lot of people know about what led up to it. Would love to, uh, you know, walk us through your time at Ohio State, your time before Ohio State, getting to Ohio State. Um, you've got one of the most unique stories in college football. Um, for those who don't know, uh, if you don't mind, share a little bit about it. Yeah, well, I'm originally from, you know, West Palm Beach, Florida. Grew up playing football all my life. Um, you know, a lot of people where I come from, my biggest thing is, you know, just trying to make it to the NFL, you know, seeing so many people before us and, you know, things like that. So that always drove me to, you know, try to be my best, you know, when it came to playing. So, um, yeah, um, played all my life. Um, I would say my re- my career really took off when um, – I transferred from one school to another one in high school. Um, I ended up at William T. Dwyer and um, I started getting recruited. Um, you know, I became uh, one of the highly recruited guys in the area. And, um, you know, that was an experience, you know, something, you know, you never forget, you know, it's like, it's really like something you see off a movie. So, you know, that was pretty dope. Um, I ended up picking Ohio State over Alabama and Miami. And um, to me, that was, you know, the best choice I could ever make, you know, for my life, you know, football, things after football, you know, so um, it was really important. And, um, you know, I came in, I highly tried to recruit. Um, you know, when you come in, you think you're going to be being able to play right away and uh, things like that. You know, I had my opportunities. Um, I played in one of the first three games my, my freshman year and um, just lingering knee issues and stuff like that just held me back and, um, you know, set me back for, for three straight years of, you know, college ball and, you know, some of the toughest times I, I say I went through my uh, went through in my life, uh, just trying to figure it out and, you know, not really knowing if, you know, I'd be able to continue to play or not. And, um, you know, it actually led me to, to quitting for like two weeks. But um, that was probably that was just that was a rough patch, you know, trying to walk away from something like that. And it was something we did every day. So um, it was rough. Uh, I quit for two weeks, but I never stopped thinking about it, you know, Thankful for the, you know, supporting cast I have, you know, my fans and family, family, you know, they continue to push me and, you know, they motivated me to come back. And, you know, I ended up coming back for my last two years. And, you know, I would say I ended up with a pretty, pretty good bang for myself. And um, that's all I could ever, you know, want, you know, at the end of it at all. So, yeah, you know, I appreciate the times I had there. Um, definitely made me to the man I am today. 
Who were some of the uh, players and coaches that you, that you leaned on during those tough times and then, you know, through your career at Ohio State? I would say um, a big one was was Paris. Uh, we talked every day um, to my brother. So, um, you know, he kept pushing me, pushing me to come back. I'm like, man, I don't know if I'll be able to do it. Um, maybe I'll come back and help coach or something like that. But, you know, I just didn't know if my knees would allow me to, to go out there and, you know, finish my career. Um, so he was probably the biggest. Him, Terry, Terry pushed two. Um, three amigos, they called us. <laughs> um, yeah, we were we came in together. You know, we all wrote it out for five years together. So um, those two dudes, I wanted to come back and, you know, help them, you know, help our group because I was going to be one of the oldest guys on the team. So I thought it was important. And, um, and they wanted me. So, you know, it made it that much more, I don't know, it made it easy for me to, you know, come back and, you know, lay my, my, my body on the line for him. And um, Hartline was big in my corner then. He just he just started helping us out maybe a month before. And um, he um, actually became like a coach, you know, GA type of thing. And um, I think I talked to him every other day, if not every day. You know, he was a big one. Coach Day, I sat down with him. Coach Wilson, Coach Meyer, Zach Smith. So many people, man. It was, it was – um, it was inspirational, honestly. You know, they, they they made me feel like, you know, they needed me and they wanted me there. So, you know, why not come back and, you know, give it my all and try again? One guy that um, gets a ton of love, um, but I think me being a at student athlete at Ohio State maybe knew a little bit more about than some other guys is Coach Mick. And that seems like a guy. Yeah, Coach Mick too. Yeah, that yeah, seems like I'm, a guy I'm, that I'm, I'm, when, when uh, whenever – Coach Meyer would come in and talk to our team. He would look at our strength coach and be like, that's the guy who sets the tone for the entire program. I would love to hear your take and your, uh, you know, obviously you were being smart. You were saving him to give him his own special shout out, you know? Um, Absolutely. Yeah. What, what does Coach Mick mean to um, not only a guy who's struggling like you, but a guy like CJ Stroud, who is trying to become the number one pick in the NFL draft? Right. Um, big apologies, Coach Mick, if you happen to see this. Um, <laughs> you know, you're definitely a big part of my life and my career. You know, he tries so many, so many different things. Adam Stewart as well. Uh, Stewie, I'm so, so, so sorry. You know, I love you. Yeah, but, um, definitely don't forget to either. <laughs> yeah, I can't forget Stewie. I can't. He's such a, you know, big part of the story as well. But um, those two guys, man, they tried everything in the book, you know, just to try to get me right, you know, those three years. I mean, I remember one year, dude, I was squatting three times a week just trying to build up my quad muscles so I can, you know, go out there and, you know, be all right. And that was – it was punch. <laughs> I'll tell you that. But uh, uh, both of those guys hand-in-hand, hand, I mean, in the whole, you know, weight staff, it was, you know, numerous dudes there that, you know, put in the effort the time. Um so um also with the PT guys as well um so I, I them dudes go hand in hand man and, and to me they're the most important people in the program more important than coaches you know the players are the most important but um <laughs> without those guys um you know it you won't make it through a lot of stuff you know from from mental physical those those dudes really build you up to basically you know turn you to a machine I would say um so yeah it's so much I can say about those dudes because they're so important. And um, just through my journey of life, you know, away from football, you know, they've always been so motivating, just being able to just go sit in their office and talk with them for an hour, two hours, you know. So 
definitely important to the development of, you know, guys on and off the field. You mentioned earlier uh, Paris Campbell, Brian Hartline, Terry McLaurin. Common theme between yourself and them uh, is, is wide receiver. Um, <laughs> this is a pretty big question. People might get mad at you for the answer. You? Your, your senior year wide receiver room against last year's Ohio State wide receiver room, who are you taking? So I'm going to take the guys from last year, and I'm going to tell you why. I'm going <laughs> to tell you why. Just because – they were, they were, they got, they came in more polished than us right away. Um, I think if, 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 if roles were reversed and they came in early and we came in later, then we would, in my opinion, we'd blow them out the water. And I love those guys. <laughs> Chris is one of my favorite dudes I've ever, ever played with. Um, I didn't get a chance to play with Garrett and um, Jackson. Um, but um, Chris, man, from day one, I knew he was special. Um, I think he was a three-star recruit, but um, easily could have been a five-star. Definitely probably the best receiver in that class coming out, if not, you know, top three, top two, whatever. But, um, no, those those kids are special, man. Those, those are some special cats. And um, that group was just they – were, they were pretty special. And um, Coach Hardline, he's a, he's a brilliant coach. Um, he knows all the drills, everything. So uh, that's why you're going to see this group continue to be – to be great, you know, over the years, you know, he's going to get wherever player he wants. And, and if you don't want to come play for him, you're crazy. Can you imagine, can you imagine if your senior year, someone said to you, Hey, in, in three years, the Ohio state wide receiver room is going to be even better than the wide receiver room right now. Like what would you have said to, to a time traveler at that point? Absolutely. I would agree. I just from, you know, him being a young coach at the time, he's, you know, he was fresh out of the league, but, um, I feel like he made us, um, he made us better. You know, we were doing different things. We were running different routes, you know, doing different techniques and no distance act because, you know, he worked his butt off too. He gave us a lot of stuff that I still use to this day, you know, if I'm helping somebody out. But um, Hartline, man, he's a special, he's a special cat, you know, when it comes to coaching. And personally, I hope he never leaves. And I don't think, I don't know if he ever leaves because he's, he's Buckeye through and through. We like to joke on the show all the time that he's got, He's got to have either a lifetime contract or like a coach in waiting sort of, you'll be the head coach one day if you are here long enough. He sort should. Of. Like, yeah, he, has he should. To. He has to. I, he should. 100%. That would be 100%. good hands to leave the program. Just like when Coach Meyer left and he left for the coach day. I'm like, that's one of the best things you could do. There's no need to go out and hire anybody else because we got everything we need right here in the house. And um, I remember just like, the transition and stuff. We were in bowl bowl season. I'm just like, one thing I don't know if Coach Day remembers this, but I told him when they pull him, we were stretching. I put him to the side. I was like, man, never stop being you. You know, people are going to play for you just because of the person you are. You know, you just from day one of me meeting him and him wanting me to come back and play for him. This dude doesn't even know me. <laughs> so like, just leaving out and just seeing him over time grow as a coach and as a person, man. He, he's another special dude that um. He's going to be good for a long time, and, and people are going to love to play for him just because the person he is. What do you think the main difference between him and Coach Meyer is uh, or was? Not not obviously they have different X's and O's styles, but on top of that, what do you think the biggest difference between the two is? Coach Coach Dave's more laid back. <laughs> <laughs> Coach Myers, man, he's a he's a football guy. Um, all day, every day. Well, not I won't say all day, every day, but when he's in that building, he's he's football, and um, I always respected him for it because that's who he was, and that's you know that's who he is. 
So, yeah, I would say uh, Coach Day is way laid back, though. <laughs> Coach Mario doesn't play no games, man. That's my guy, though. Both of them, I love them both. So before we talk a little more about your career, you know, the Ohio State team right now is on a roll. Um, yeah. Joey and I like to joke that the games are boring and we would like, you know, maybe one close game. Like, it doesn't even no. need to be close in the third quarter, just the second quarter. But, no. but as a guy who's been on a wide variety of Ohio State teams, do you yeah. think this yeah. Ohio State team needs a test at some point to better themselves for, you know, potential championship run. Yeah, you always need a test. Um, with this game of football, you can never just go. You know, some team, it happens. You know, some people just go straight through and they win it all. But um, you got to have that test, man, because when it, when it comes to a – you come to a Michigan game, a team up north game, and, you know, it gets it gets real chippy. And, you know, those games aren't always blowouts. So you got to have a little – something you know to you once you come to a game like that so I think it's important to have at least one of those games before you get on the, the, the biggest stage of all so, so it's funny Andrew mentioned that because one thing that we I'm going to try and bring this up out of you without just point blank asking but you were a part of plenty of amazing games in Ohio State plenty of yep. close games plenty of blowouts hmm? what was your selfishly whether it's a few or just one, your favorite moment at Ohio State? Um, I would just say that game against Penn State as a whole. <laughs> Good. Yeah, you already know. You Good. already know. My <laughs> <laughs> game. But um, not even just me and, you know, what I was able to do that day, just my team and being able to, to fight the way we did, man, that's what really makes the brotherhood. And when you're going through all these hard workouts and mat drills and sled pushes, you know, in the summer, that's what it's building you for, for a game like that. So, Man, that was I, – I got chills right now yeah. you know, talking about it. That's, that's just how crazy it was. And, you know, just to see the guys' faces, you know, some dudes crying. And you know, it, was, it was special, man. And I'm pretty sure you know you've probably been in a game like that and you've at least seen the game like that. So, yeah, that's when I will always... – <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if that, was, if that was on purpose or not. <laughs> I didn't know if he was gonna catch it or not. <laughs> no, that's good. That's that's good. But 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 you know, you know, uh, it, it was just a special night, and it's something I I will I can't wait to show my kids when they get a little older and they're able to understand. Um, when my football career didn't go the way I wanted, but I always got that memory. Something you can't take from me, ever. When uh, when Saquon returned the opening kick in that game, were you like, were you like, we're done, or were you like, I'm right, no. go to work? No, I wasn't I, – I didn't say we're done, but I say, ooh, man, it's going to be a long game. Because <laughs> I've seen him – I saw him a few years up to that point, and he he was one of the, like, most special players I've ever seen or played against. And um, just to set the game off like that, you know, it's always like, oh, here we go again. It's about to be a crazy one. But um, we were just able to battle that whole day, man, and the brotherhood really showed that day. Let me ask you a two-part question based on Saquon. Who's the best player you played with and the best player you played against at Ohio State? Dang. Best player I played with? I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, dude, I don't know. Man, I was you rattle off a few for different reasons. That's that's not fair. Okay. It's not a f so 
I'm going to go Braxton. I didn't get to see the full Braxton experience as a quarterback. Well, actually, I, I went and watched him against Wisconsin. I took a visit that day. But um, oh. watching him just transition to receiver was crazy. Yeah. Like, I remember he used to ask me stuff like, how you do this with your – I'm like, dude, like, you're really doing it right now, but you don't even realize it. That you're just such a natural. Braxton, Mike, dude, one of the – not one, the most competitive dude I've ever seen in my life. The most competitive dude I ever seen. I, and – Anybody that's ever played with him will probably tell you that. He was just a Mike Thomas. Yeah, Mike Thomas, um, Paris, Terry, JT's, you know, my brother Dwayne, man, rest in peace. Defense, you got Marshawn, you got Denzel, you got Raekwon. Who, who, did, who did you hate to go up against the most out of out of and, and Denzel. Yeah. Denzel Ward. He, he just did this little thing where then he'd grab your arm. And then he was, like, so fast that you can beat him on a double move. But just rest assured, he's going to be there to make the play. Marshawn was another one that, you know, he was hard to shake. Me and Gary I had a lot of good battles early on. And, um, you know, he was a special talent, too. Yeah, Gary on. I don't know. It's, it's not fair. It's so funny because when people ask me hard. that question, it's pretty easy because I only have 11, 12, 13 teammates right. a year. You have 75 teammates a year. And I got and I got 20, every, two, 20 new ones every year. Right. And you got 17 that go to the NFL every year. So Exactly. So, it yeah, just, it's, it's hard to answer that question because I play with, like, and I, I know I missed a lot of people, but, dude, it's, it's so much talent that comes through those halls that it's, it's insane. So then what about guys that you played against who are some of the guys that stick out, whether they're Big, big Ten guys or not? Hmm. Man, honestly, no, no, no better people than the dudes that I was playing against every day. <laughs> if I'm being real, I, I'm being, I'm being real. Like you see, those guys are like doing it big in the league. Like that, the best of the best. You know, we go to get, we win against each other every day. Yeah. Honestly, I don't think I don't, I didn't go against nobody outside of the of those guys better than them. I love that answer. <laughs> it's, uh, I'm, being, I'm being serious. Like, not even Ohio State thing. I'm being serious. Like, yeah, you're like all the Ohio State guys, but then like Saquon was he was he was nuts. <laughs> yeah, he. I, but I played offense, so I didn't really. Right, you know, right, right, right. It's really so it's so different than basketball. Yeah, but then you see Zeke. I forgot Zeke. Like, yeah. dude, come on, J.K. Mike Weber before he was injured. Like those dudes were, you know. So it's like. But I would say Saquon, even though I played offense, Saquon was definitely one of those guys. So I have so many more questions like that, and I know Andrew's trying to ask one, but but I, the other, <laughs> one thing that me and Andrew I know are both curious about is the year that we no one knew if JT or Cardale was starting. Was was JT ever starting? Or twenty fifteen. It would have been my 15, 16. Yeah. It would have been my, uh, it would have been after the championship. Yeah. After the championship. Yeah. So I think Cardell had the keys at first. I'm not sure. Cause he played, I think it was Cardell first. Yeah. Cause he, his, that run in the, for the championship was insane. Right. Like he made his name off those, what, three, three games, three, games. three four games. He's, he's got one of the, the craziest arms I've ever seen in my life. Him and Dwayne are just, those dudes can throw the ball like this, and it's going to go 100, 100, 100 yards down the field. 
So I, I don't remember actually how that went, but um, I know all those guys got a chance. Well, both those guys got a chance to, to hold a torch that year for sure. I have a Ohio State trivia question for you. Oh, don't do it to me. Don't do it to me. No, you. I, 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 Let me go ahead and mess it up right now. Come on. So, your one of your former teammates has the most touchdown passes in Ohio State history, and it's also the most in Big Ten history. Who is that player? Dwayne. Oh no, it's JT. I'm tripping. JT had the most in one season, right? Yeah, Dwayne had the most in one season. Crazy about Dwayne. 54 for his career, 50 in one 50 season. In one year. Yeah, yeah. We went crazy that year. Yeah. And we and and like if we had if we had one more year in that offense, dude, we would have blew it out the waters. I think he would have went for 60 plus. Yeah, and, yeah he was he was a well, special the, cat. The follow-up question is who's second career? I play with him. So no. Um Hmm. I know the answer. Um, is it is it is it Troy Smith? No. No. You're thinking too hard. So Justin Fields. It's Justin Fields. Okay. I think Jake's no. record is so unbreakable because yeah. if anyone yeah. if anyone's close to him after three years, they're a, a pro. first overall pick. Yeah, like his yeah. his record will never be broken. People don't appreciate that man, but he's one of the no, best leaders do. I've ever played. As a fan, but a lot of people don't though. Well, yeah. yeah, but a lot of people don't. Like, outside, so of Ohio State, down outside of Ohio State, he's very underappreciated. Inside Ohio State, even, even inside. I oh, you're, you're right. You're right. You're no, you're you're right because it's so funny because as effective as he was, I mean, he wasn't an NFL quarterback. Like he had flaws, you know, but he was unbelievable. Right. The three quarterbacks after him, proud will be, were all first-round picks. Which is insane. Yeah. Where is he JT now? was special, though. Man. He's coaching with the Lions. I think right. he's still there. Right. Got he was there. Um, I had a workout yeah. with him earlier. Yeah, he was there. He's, uh, he's got to be here's, – here's another – you obviously saw some of the best Ohio State quarterbacks. We haven't even talked about Joe Burrow. Like, That's did you know, cool. Oh, my did God. You know he, That's my did you know – he had it the way that you thought Chris Olave had it? Yes. He had, you know, that little x-ray with the dog in him? Yeah. <laughs> that, that was probably his. That was probably his x-ray. Not going to lie to you. That was probably his x-ray. That, that, that cat, man, and just the way he carried himself, the way he, you know, he worked, he was special, man. Like, oh, I think that's, that's the only time I, I wanted to cry when a dude left. Like, the day he left, we all went out to have some drinks and, it was a sad night. Like, bro, I don't want you to leave. Yeah. Like, that was my goal. But, um, I mean, I'm so happy for him, though. You know, he went out there and showed what he can do on the biggest right. stages. And I mean, it worked out for, for him and Dwayne, right? They were incredible. Absolutely. Yeah, it was, to me, that was probably going to be a hard choice to decide out of those guys because they both brought so much to the table. And you can't sit here and say that we were wrong with picking Dwayne because, you know, we did special things. We had the best individual season in Big Ten history. Exactly. And and Joe went on to do, do his thing in the SEC. So, hello. <laughs> it was a win-win. If we, either way we win, it was going to be a win-win. What do you have to say to people who think it's not fair that Ohio State claims Joe Burrow? Crazy. You go ask him that. He's yeah. Gonna, he's, he claims it. He, when you put 
as much work and time into something as he did. He's he graduated from there. Like he's a Buckeye through and through. Like you can't take that away from him, or you can't take it away from you know Buckeye Nation. He'll tell you he's a Buckeye. So they're not saying Buckeye Nation. <laughs> He's the only dude I ever saw transfer. And and one day I walked in the locker room, dude was in the locker room. He's a Buckeye. Yeah. He's, he's oh, nobody's coming back after transferring to be in our locker just sitting in the locker room chilling. And everybody's huddled around. I'm like, who the hell is everybody huddled around? It's Joey <laughs> B, the guy with the dog in him. That, that, yeah. That's what it was. <laughs> you see that, that x ray <laughs> with the dog in him? Yeah, that's, a, it, that's his x ray. <laughs> I promise you, he's probably got a hung up in his house somewhere. <laughs> With the glasses right next With to the glass. No, he's, he was a special one. Johnny, I got, I got one last question for you. So, um, Joey probably has a basketball teammate like this. I have a bunch of friends like this that can kind of just party, eat whatever they want, do whatever they want, not work out for a week, and just be good to go when they need to. So, who of I'm your – who of your former teammates was like, no matter what they did the night before, was just ready to go? Hey, I'm not answering this one. But just know he was one of the best to lace him up. Just know that. <laughs> but I'm not answering that. Okay. Um, all right. What about the yeah, freak? Had a dog in him. <laughs> Re rephrase. Rephrase. Well, I got two. My last question is going to be a great last question. But this question, who's the biggest – most underrated, maybe not as well known as these other guys are, just freak for whatever reason. That so I play with? Yeah. Underrated. <laughs> we had this one dude one year. He was a walk on. He used to run on all fours. That was probably the freakiest dude I ever well, seen. That's not, I don't mean. Like <laughs> <laughs> no. Um... <sighs> dude, I don't know. Like, you saw this guy was – he could throw the ball 60 yards and he could play wide receiver, he could play cornerback, and he could dunk, and he never okay, touched – Okay, okay. You know, stuff like that. Cardell's probably one of those dudes that could go out there and throw it 100 – he's not, like, the most athletic, but, you know, running the ball, but he can he can hoop. Like, he's pretty elite at hooping as well. So, he's he, – I'm trying to think, though, like, Marcus Ball was a freak. He didn't dunk – no, 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 I got you. I got you. I got you. Rashad, Rashad Berry. Easily. Easily. He won the dunk contest, dude. didn't he? Yes, he's the freakiest dude I ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Makes no sense. Like he was he was made in a good gene pool, I'll tell you that. That that kid, he he was he was a freak. <laughs> he was he could jump out the gym, he can run, he he can hoop, like elite hooper as well. So so that's perfect transition. My last question, and Andrew, I don't know if you have one or not after me, but my last one. Um CJ Stroud came out and I judged the dunk contest with him like the other day for Ohio State mm -hmm. basketball. I didn't bring this up, even though I, we talked about it a lot with the coaches and like Sonny Styles was out there and uh, Kate Stover and all these guys. And they're like, yeah, we could beat CJ's like we would beat the basketball team in, in basketball. Do you, so you got it. What do you, you think gotta, about that? You got to know your boundaries. You got to know what you're great at and, and probably what you're decent at compared to guys that do it every day. It's like y'all saying, go out there and beat y'all at football. It's not, right. it's not, it's probably not even going to be a good game to be real. Okay. <laughs> it's yeah. probably not going to be a good game. So yeah, they got to, you know, we football players though. You got to understand that it comes with who we are. We think we're good at everything. And most of the time we're, we're pretty average at 
other things. So listen, we would play with you guys at jail, and like Garyon was great, Malik Hooker mm-hmm. was great. Like, don't get me wrong, but it's just there's levels, like you said. There's there's yeah, levels. absolutely. Y'all do it every day. We're not doing. We're not hooping every day. We're going yes, to throw some shots. Up. I, I just like we couldn't play in a 15 minute quarter of football. You guys couldn't play in a 40 minute game. You'd be dead. No, dude, I'm gonna get mad after running right, up three or four times. I'm done. Coach, pull me. (laughs) And CJ was a great high school player, but so was Mm -hmm. I. I don't play at all, you know? So, like, you just got to – You feel me? Yeah, you just got to – You got to – Come on, CJ. That makes me feel terrible if you think the football players can beat us. No, because, yeah, it's it's kind of disrespectful. We've been real. It's kind of disrespectful. It's very disrespectful, (laughs) but the Holtman had the best spin zone ever. He was like, look – do I agree with what CJ is saying? Absolutely not. But I would want my quarterback, my QB1, to be talking like that. That's good. That's good. Absolutely. Like you that. can have to talk like And I love Coach, by the way. He's a great dude. But, yeah, you, um, yeah. yeah, you, 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 you got to be like that. You know, you got to be confident. I'll take it. But so, I, they, they're not going to win. Well, <laughs> no chance. <laughs> All right, good. At least one of you guys has a head on your shoulders. Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 more mature now. Maybe you asked me this when I was at school. I probably yeah, oh, we got to yeah. But then I'll go back and like no, not really. So funny. <laughs> All right, Johnny, before we get you out of here, we're gonna end this how we end every single episode of the show. And it's presented by our presenting sponsor, Brain Fuel. If you're ever tired, the kids are driving you crazy, get some brain fuel. But the way we end it is we turn the tables on you. You've been asked a billion questions by media in your years. Do you have any questions for us? What's your best part about um, doing this podcast and, you know, what led you guys to doing it? Andrew? Uh, Ah, Both you guys. Don't don't, don't pass the question now. Well, the best best part, the best part is, like, hearing your guys' perspectives on on cool moments that all the the listeners know about whether it's you know Kata Bates Diop talking about um like a buzzer beater against Purdue which obviously Joey's been in in some of those moments but like you you given your perspective of like how you felt after Saquon scored opening kick versus like how the fans were like oh my god there's no way we can win this game and then you do your thing and it's like, this is the craziest, greatest game ever. Like it's cool here. And you know, the players perspectives, not just listening to it, but actually being the ones like engaged in the conversations about it. So right. that's the coolest part that's is like being a part that. of that's the dope. conversation. Oh, that's dope. I, uh, I like selfishly getting to catch up with a lot of my teammates and shoot the shit with them for a long time, getting to, uh, talk with guys in the basketball world during basketball season, guys in the football world, um, getting to, you know, rekindle relationship with guys like you, right? Like we had Terry on the show. And, and when yeah. the last time I had talked to Terry was when I went to spring football practice and we sat on the sideline and having never spoke before and talked for an hour, like just shooting the shit, you know? So stuff like that is just, is really fun. I mean, the commonality of us all being Buckeyes for the most part that come on this show is, is really fun. I know we started this show, me and Andrew as a way to, you know, Andrew's idea for it was basically like, Hey, I, I know all the, the stuff behind the scenes 
a lot of people want to hear about your stories that you couldn't share when you're in school and you have some unique ones like let's put that out there and 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 talk to some fun guys right like getting to talk to coach Holtman as not a basketball player anymore and interviewing him is way more right. fun than when I talked to him as a basketball player. Right. So yeah. stuff, stuff like that, um, getting to go to coach Mata's house and sit at his dining room table with him uh, and literally and sit there for an hour. And um, you know, he was fired as the head coach at Ohio state and you get to talk to him about that stuff is like, you know, that's shit. You just don't get to talk about every day. So it's been fun to just, relive the past in a sense but also like talk and like you said we're all more mature now and can look back at things in different ways and it's uh you know when you're a big ohio state fan your whole life to get to interview jared sullinger and john diebler is is pretty fun right so um yeah this is very unique i did not if you would ask me as a sophomore in college if i was going to be interviewing you uh on, on my own show i think that would i'd call you crazy even though <laughs> Andrew, I know you know this, like you two are like two of like only 20 people that have a towel gang shirt, which is hilarious. Do you have any idea? I had, it on, where it is? I had it on the other day. Oh, did you? Let's go. Uh, yeah, I had it on the other day. I still got them. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Good. Good. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, that's, yeah, it's, that's, that's so funny. I mean, like my family has them and then like, I have like six friends that have them and then guys at Ohio state and like, that's it. <laughs> so I remember you dropped it. I remember you dropping it off to my house with your mom. <laughs> yeah, my mom, so my mom, Andrew, I think you know this is the biggest Johnny Dixon fan on, on the planet. My mom and my aunt, um, and they don't. I didn't even tell my mom you were coming on. So I'll tell her that she says I love you and hi. And if you have a message to her, that would make her day. If you want to say her name's Nancy, if you want to say hi to her, I know she's listening. <laughs> Nancy, man, I, I just want to let you know I appreciate you being a fan of Johnny Dixon. <laughs> I always love everybody that loves me, man. I'm just a big, 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 soulful, lovable, lovable guy, and you know I appreciate all. You know, so hope you're doing well, and and, and thank you, you know, for coming again. <laughs> yeah, that'll make that'll make your night, John. You got anything else for us, man? Something outside of the box? Something not about sports? It's the floor is yours, man. It's your show for the next few minutes. Um, could I have cursed this whole time? Cause you said yeah. this twice. Yeah, I'm kind of yeah. pissed now. I've, I've been holding back my words. All right, we can start <laughs> over. You want to just start over? <laughs> Wait, are you Hell kind of, no, you're not gonna get good answers no more. Are you kind of fucking pissed? Kind of fucking pissed, man. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, did you press nah, record? Oh did, my yeah. god, no way! I think I forgot to hit record, Johnny. No, it's recording at the top left. I see. Oh. I had to accept it. You remember? Ah, uh, you're good. You're good. Been on a couple of these Zoom calls before, my friend. Yeah, I, we we haven't really gotten anybody with that before. Maybe we after got, we got people, yeah. we can get people in person when it doesn't say on Zoom like, "Oh yeah, recording has has begun" or whatever. Yeah, I'm the class clown, so you 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 can't really get me. I'm the one that gets people, you know. So, yeah. what's the what's the best prank, what's the best prank you had at Ohio State? Last question. You know, I didn't do many pranks. I was just, I'm just a jokester. I'm a I'm a shit talker all day, make people laugh kind of guy. You're like, that's just me. If you ask anybody. Who who is you know, your favorite? Of, uh obviously the guys would come in and talk to you guys before games. Um, like whether they're big time network guys or ESPN guys or Fox guys. Who is your favorite guy to talk to then? Cause I know they're trying to have fun and they get serious answers, but they want to make funny videos also. 
Damn, uh, I can't remember the one dude from Big Ten that we did the Step Brothers vid with, me and oh, P. Yeah, Mike Hall. He was fucking awesome. <laughs> we love he was Mike great. Hall. His personality was great, dude. We did a cut. We did one more. It was like five of us. We were doing like trivia, like just answering questions. So he was definitely one of the dopest, dopest dudes. I would say, uh, just his personality alone, man. You know, when you when you can make us laugh. You know, you, you you got it. You know, you're special kind of. Kind I know of you saw. I know you saw the video with Mike Hall that he made with Mike Hall. I have not seen that one. Okay, we'll send that to you. It's so oh, good. Yeah, that, um, and then Gus Johnson obviously loves you. That's the last thing. I'll yeah, say. I never talked to him. Really? I, I, I gotta have a conversation. Like, come on, he's called some of the, the. He called one play for me against Big Ten. It was like, uh, man, he is caught. And it was like perfect, like with my hand signal, dude. I gotta one day. I gotta uh, be able to meet this guy, man. You have to. He he would. You would score, and he would go, Johnny Dixie, <laughs> Johnny D. Coach Mick will not like Coach Mick. That's his Johnny D. Like, yeah, that everybody called me Johnny D now because of because of Gus, man. So one day I definitely gotta um, be able to meet that guy, man. He's. He's crazy. <laughs> oh Some of the best calls I've ever seen, like when Denzel hit the one guy. He's like, you ever find me to the barbecue? Hurt my feelings. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, we're going to clip this. We're going to clip this and tweet at him for sure. Like, oh, my. Please. That, that I, has to be yeah. done. That's, oh, that's amazing that you got. Even I've met him. That doesn't seem fair. Really? Before me? Yeah. Yeah. I got to be in the that hurt, your, that hurt your feelings? <laughs> I hurt my feelings. <laughs> No, I definitely got to meet that guy one day, man. He was special, but uh, yeah, the dude from uh, Mike from uh, Big Ten, he was, I, that that the big brother, the um, step brothers thing we did was it was it was funny. It was amazing. It was a good time too. It took us like two hours, but <laughs> it was good. That's <laughs> amazing. Well, JD, we appreciate you, man. This was a blast. A long time coming. Um, Absolutely. We've had you. We've had Terry. I guess we need to have Paris now. You gotta so, have Paris. Yeah, we got to figure that out. Me and P talk every day. We're going to be on a game here in a little bit, so I'll yeah. let him know. Good, yeah, put in a good word. After that touchdown, he might be a little bit even more too big time for us now. Nah, Paris is still level-headed, man. Paris and Terry are still the same guys we always know. Just got a lot more money, but they're the same guys. <laughs> good. Yeah, well, we, we play the game. We, we, we play the we, game we, like every night, so – Good, perfect. We, we 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 would love to complete the trio. This was a blast, man. Seriously, we we'd love to have you on again soon. Whenever uh, whenever you're feeling up to it again, you're uh, you're a recurring guest now, so it's like kind of your your obligation to spend some time with us at least once a season now. Say less. Just hit me up, man. I ain't doing nothing much. Just doing a little cooking, a little family time, finishing up my book, you know, with my um, with my good friend Johnny Dawson. So be on the lookout for that coming soon. Once that's out. You'll come back on and, and do a little pro. I will. Nope. Yeah, I will. Absolutely. I will. You can read an you can read like a little excerpt from it on the show. Mm, I don't know about that. I'll let y'all handle that. I don't <laughs> read out loud. I gotta I gotta pre-read. Drive the lane the audio episode and it's just or the audio book episode and it's just Johnny reading the first chapter of his book and call it a day. He really I don't even want to hear my voice like that. No, I'll let Morgan Freeman do it. <laughs> no, what you should actually do is get Gus Johnson to do the audio book. Yes! Dude, 
that everybody will listen because he will have you excited. You know, some of them dudes be boring when they read. He's gonna have you like he's driving just, to work, ten and two, ready to go. He's just yelling <laughs> your book. <laughs> <laughs> and I was raised in Florida. <laughs> I'm telling you, everybody's gonna enjoy that though for sure. That's good. Oh, that's amazing. Oh man. Well, all right. We'll let you go, be dad. We appreciate you, man. This was so fun. Absolutely, yeah, man. It's definitely probably one of the the, the best ones I've done. You know, good. definitely. Yes, number one. Number Dev- one. He Dev- cut out for a second, but he said number one. Dev- he number said, one, definitely. man. Y'all keep good. definitely yeah, probably keep up the good work. Man. <laughs> y'all keep up the good work. So keep getting those those amazing guests, and y'all gonna be all right for sure. Thanks, dude. We appreciate it, man. Absolutely. We'll talk to you soon. All right, y'all take it easy. All right, peace, brother. Peace out. We hope you enjoyed that interview with Johnny Dixon. We hope we didn't annoy you too much with our NBA talk. Um, no Mizzou Minute this week. <laughs> uh, I don't want this to be the close game for Ohio State football. Yeah, I mean, me neither. I don't, I don't care. Should we just go undefeated the whole year and, like, beat everyone? I wouldn't be opposed. Well, shout out to Brain Fuel who got us through this episode. As you can hear, we are a little sleepy. And shout out to Denny. Intro and outro. He always rocks and rolls the beginning and the end of these episodes. Um, I'm just going to say it. Ready for basketball season. What about you? What do you think? (laughs) AP AP poll came out today. Buckeyes aren't in it. North North Carolina is number one for the 10th time in school history. Most ever. Um, No no top 10 Big Ten. Yeah, first time since 1977. What a world. Yeah. Well, it doesn't really matter because in like four weeks, they'll have like six teams and everyone's going to be like, oh, the Big Ten's the best. No, the ACC is the best. It's the same storylines every fucking year. Okay. Yeah, but the Big 12 is really the best. So, yeah, but every year is the same, same storylines. Oh, Gonzaga is unbelievable losing the third round. Like, let's. That's unbelievable, but what they win in the Pac 12. Well, why don't we just mix it up with some new storylines this year? Why don't we throw? Why don't we pick a random team? I'll just pick one, Missouri. Okay, why don't they just be good this year? Let's just mix it up. <laughs> oh, we were talking about sleeper teams, Missouri <laughs> sleeper team. Yeah, they're a sleeper team because when I need to go to bed, I look up Missouri basketball. Oh my god, that's just not cool. At are, all. We, are we going to go to Missouri again this year? Yeah, if they play at Northwestern. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you think happens first? We have children or Missouri plays Ohio State in a sporting event, men's basketball or, or men's football? Because it's happened in women's football a few times. Um, I think I think they will play each other before – in basketball before we have kids. Really? All right, gun to your head. Are you a dad in five five years from now? So I'm 30? Yeah. I think I'm approaching that. No, I think you are a dad. No, 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 no. 
Is Brittany in there? <laughs> no. no. I don't think it's like a sure thing. I mean, maybe. I would like 30 is a great age, but but <laughs> I, I will tell you this. If Ohio and there's no way anyone besides Josh Schaffner is li- listening right now, but if Ohio State ever plays Mizzou in March Madness. I will. I don't know what we'll do. We'll go to the game, I guess. Yeah, we'll go to the game. Um, before we go, Andrew, congratulations on your new job. That's fun. Thank you. Full-time uh, TBT social media. Very excited. Oh, Carmen's crew versus Mizzou team could happen, which would be very cool. Yep, it would be cool. It would be really cool to see C.J. Jackson and Keyshawn Woods go up against, I don't even know who. Well, I'd say Drew Smith, but he just signed with the Heat, so, you know, unlikely that he'll be. Wait, I actually have a question. What if it's Mizzou versus Ohio State to get to the Elite Eight, so Holtman's already made it to the Sweet 16. Are you fine with Mizzou winning that game in that scenario? Am I fine with them? What do you mean? Am I fine with them? Are you fine with Ohio State, or are you fine with Ohio State losing to Mizzou, so that Mizzou can get to the Elite Eight? Because Holtman, no, no, what? No, no. In this scenario, Holtman has they they are in the Sweet Sixteen already. So that yeah, but if they're playing, if they're playing this year, this year, right? They're playing Mizzou. It should be a lock to get. It would be a huge upset. Well, what if it's not? Obviously, all bets are off in the Elite Eight or in the in the Sweet Sixteen of the twenty twenty three March Madness. You know what, Andrew? If Ohio State is playing Missouri in the Sweet Sixteen to go to the Elite Eight, I'll wear Mizzou clothes to the game. Oh, oh that's so. Yeah, so you'll cheer for Mizzou. That's no, I won't. But I'm saying that sarcastically because that's not going to happen. You would look so stupid wearing Mizzou cheering for Ohio State. Just so you know. I would look stupid being a former basketball player, getting tickets, going to the game, and wearing Missouri clothes. That's hard because everyone would know that it's because of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's a good point. All right. Anyone, anyone who would say anything about you wearing Mizzou would also know. You know how much we – wait. Verbal podcast bet if Ohio State plays Mizzou in the Sweet 16, you will wear Mizzou gear. I just told you I would. Good verbal shake. All right, verbal shake. You guys heard it here first. Uh, buckle up. Drive the lane at verbal shake. Go oh, Buckeyes, beat Iowa. No touchdowns for Jordan Bohannon. Blocking out early, that's the dish I don't like. Been getting paid since I was riding on the bike. Hit the pedal with the eighth, hopping on the ninth flight. I've been chilling out of sight. I'll be at the bar tonight. Told the bartender, go and take my car to swipe. You try the same thing, but your car get declined. White rappers nowadays know we're not too hard to find. I'm so dapper with my ways, I'm gonna linger in your mind. Always told me good things, welcome to those who are patient. But I've been way too patient, riding bars in my basement. I'm anxious in the real world, it's time for me to say this. The basics, the talent in my mind, I can't waste it. My life is too safe, it's my time for it's taking. I'm baking my mind every day, it's the same ish. Lazy, my grind needs to get a new facelift. Ground and busting through the pavement. Rock with it and lean with it. My team win it. My team win it. Now rock with it and lean with it. My team turned up when I spit it. Now rock with it and lean with it. My team win it. My team win it. Now rock with it 
Dancing around all these lames in my lane Out my way unless you're trying to pay me Not from the playpen, it's coming from the jungle When you hear the bell, you better be ready to rumble Because I'ma grab the gloves and I'm gonna flex my muscles Go ahead and spit some bars, but you're probably just gonna mumble A lot of rappers these days really need to get them humble Cause they think they at the top, they better stop before they stumble Cause I'm swiping all their biddies while they swiping right on mumble And your girl, he calls me daddy, but she only calls you uncle 